All right, welcome everybody. This is the Joe Danier podcast. I am broadcasting from the beautiful Youngstown studio, downtown Youngstown, Ohio. Uh, lots of cool stuff happening down at the studio. Spent the morning kind of getting pilot projects set up and doing recordings and editing. It's getting exciting again because this is sort of like when we write, first came out of COVID, uh, we had a bunch of stuff uh, that to, to work on. We had brand new people involved. We had new content to produce. A lot of our friends had you know, lost their jobs and got pushed back into the, the, the private sector again. And we're looking to be discovered and keep doing what, what they, you know, what their main deal was. We had musicians that needed to be on a stage and comedians had to be in front of a microphone. So a lot of people on idle and they weren't used to being on idle, uh, let alone not being able to monetize their skill set. And so Youngstown studio, just became this amazing place where people that we really cared about, we extended a helping hand and, and tried to get them um, back into their element. Uh, so today, lots of cool things. This is like rendition nine of Youngstown studio. And, and I just love every, I love being involved in this product more than you ever know. Uh, now I got a couple props in front of me and I know this is podcast. So I'm going to do my best to uh, explain it, but this is more for me. I'm a tactile visual person. So it helps me connect with ideas when I can physically see them. Um, convert everything to whiteboard. Now this show, um, I'm attempting to help anyone in this audience to develop skill sets. And this isn't for broken people. This is for people who are juggling more objects than yesterday you thought you could juggle. So making your, uh, your, your life more efficient and being able to take on more things and biohacking where you're figuring out a lot of stuff about uh, yourself. Uh, a lot of these strategies are just through observation and, you know, I feel some sometimes where I love SpaceX and I love Elon Musk and I love the discovery and the innovations. But think about it this way. Like we're talking about going to the Mar going to Mars uh, for the discovery opportunities. And most of us don't know anything about our own freaking bodies. And we're spending every day with this instrument. We know so little about what makes it work, have an understanding of the different processes, even though, you know, we've got hundreds of years of literature of, of people trying to prod and, and, and discover things. Uh, most of us, even the information we have, we don't utilize this instrument. And so think there, there, you got species at the beginning or the bottom of the ocean that have yet to be discovered. And no matter what, our interests always lie on the mysterious, harder to get things where the content on this show says tomorrow you can do self-discovery and figure out things about your own mind and body and be better than your competition and, and outperform people in your same you know, your same industry. Uh, and that's what it's about. It's about discovering hacks that allow you to outperform even what you thought you were capable of doing. So what I'm holding in my hand and think like a slap bracelet, right? And so it's that bracelet that you unwind, you bend it back. And now it's like, looks like a ruler. You snap it and it conforms around your, your wrist. Well, I have a bunch of these and I have, um, I have, things written on them in Sharpie marker. The one I'm holding right now says fridge and shower. This one says compartment and locks. And here's the deal. I am a creature of my regimen. I'm a creature of my habits. And when I'm fully practiced at something, I am so comfortable in those habits where I, my, my brain almost, you know, yearns to have the familiar and have the regular, right? I feel so comfortable in my procedures that if you get me out of them, I don't feel quite right. I feel out of my element. And so when I'm getting into a new practice, that is one of the hardest things to do where you start doing a different thing 
And you have to warm up to the fact that you're going to be terrible at it until you're not. And you have to give yourself enough grace to do it long enough to be good at it. So these slap bracelets are visual reminders for me. So I bought a motorhome uh, in 2020. So the COVID hit, I wasn't able to go on my yearly cruise. So I bought a motorhome so I could still travel, spend time with my family. Having a motorhome, I am as mechanically disinclined as any person you ever meet. I don't know how to do shit. I had to watch YouTube videos to figure out how to install a mailbox. I had no business being around some kind of like mechanical complication that is a, uh, a you know, a motorhome. But my biggest thing was there were so many responsibilities. Every time you left from one place or another, there's a series of things that you had to do, making sure that things are tied down, make sure things are locked, make sure the stands come up, all of these different things that you'd have to get good at remembering to do. And so I made paper lists and I practiced and I was just so absent-minded. I felt like I was so incapable of keeping things in my brain long enough to do them. So I did the slap bracelets. I bought 20 of these things. And what I would do is when I would take them and when I wanted to remember, so let's just say uh, secure the fridge and shower and lock all the compartments, I would slap them around the front uh, steering wheel. And so I wouldn't, they wouldn't irk, irk me and they wouldn't nag at me. But before I started using the steering wheel, I'd have all these little things on the slappers. And I'd look at them and say, yep, did that one, yep, did that one, yep, did that one, yep, did that, that one. And it was time for them to stay on the steering wheel until I didn't need them anymore. And it probably took an entire year of me doing these stupid slap bracelets. So I was walking out of the motorhome last night and I saw these, I keep them on one of the handrails so that they're still, if I find myself forgetting stupid stuff to, you know, stupid stuff to do before we leave, then I'll pull them off and I'll get into the habit again. But as I mentioned before, like I am better in those routines. So I would much rather check my mailbox every morning when I know that no mail got delivered on Sunday just to keep in the habit versus trying to figure out what days I can skip and then getting me out of my routine. This shit should be, should be on autopilot. I don't want to have to remember lock the compartments and whatever. I want it to be so ingrained in what you do before you leave that I don't need visual reminders, right? But I got to give myself some time in the beginning to get used to doing a different thing without being too hard on myself. I hate not doing something well. I hate if somebody looks at me and I feel stupid, right? And that's all of us. We don't like the criticisms of being bad at something. That's why most of you will gravitate towards the familiar and do that crap forever rather than get into something new where it will basically show you that you're, you know, you're stupid or make you feel stupid or make you feel like you're, you know, it's not your deal. Me, I thrive on going into places that I'm not good at so I can develop a new skill set. I am completely blind to the fact that I'm terrible at something, right? And I allow myself to do it forever. I don't care if the people around me think I'm a complete moron and idiot for trying to do it. Like, I don't ever see myself as someone who's not good at something because I know when I start it, I'm going to be a master at it before I'm said and done. I'm pigheaded that way. I'm so stubborn when it comes to getting good at stuff. I rarely, there's one thing that has been on my whiteboard that has been elusive and that's playing the acoustic guitar. About 12 years ago, I bought a guitar thinking that I was going to spend some evenings winding down, play the guitar, get good at playing the guitar. And I was bad at it when I first got it. And I was bad at it a year from now, a year later. And I've been bad at it for 12 years now. And I have f- famous musicians that come through this studio and play. And each one of them, they'll pick up my guitar and they'll tune it. So it's in perfect playing, uh, you know, a state of perfect play because they've been tuned by actual professionals. 
and I have yet, you know, I, it's a good story that I tell every one of them I want to be good at it and it, it, it piques their interest, but I've not put the time in. I've not grinded on it. I haven't wanted it bad enough to sit the evenings because when I get home, the last thing I want to do is pick up a guitar and strum on it because it does nothing for me. It's not about being bad at it. It's about, you know, wanting to be good at it. And that's the only reason it's been elusive because I have not freaking decided that I want to be the master of the guitar yet. But if I did, if one day I, sh I came through that front door and said, I'm going to nail it, guess what would happen? The whole world would come to a screeching halt and I would become amazing at that. There might be some costs around costs associated with, associated with it. I might have to sacrifice some time and resources to get good at it, but you better believe that in the end, I would be a master at it. So this is my deal. Give yourself some grace to try new things, but give yourself all of the tools that you need to be bad at it, be bad at it long enough so that you can be a master at it too. All right, catch you next time. This is the Joe Danier Podcast.